This is Rivers to Resilience. The podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate and transform you and your teams on your journey to emotional resilience. We hear stories and advice from leaders and experts, allowing you to harness their wisdom with transformational, evidence-based strategies to building emotional resilience. Join accredited cognitive behavioural psychotherapist and author Martina Witter as she deep dives into all aspects of resilience building, whilst also helping you to crush stress and improve and retain your performance, productivity and profits. That's here on Rivers to Resilience. Welcome to Rivers to Resilience podcast and I'm so excited to have today's guest Aggie Keramides with us who is a knowledge broker and also a podcaster and his podcast is the Personal Development Mastery Podcast. So what I'm going to do is hand you over to Aggie and let him just introduce himself um, to yourselves. So over to you. <laughs> Thank you, Martina. Thank you very much for uh, the invitation. I'm excited to be here today and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Having listened to uh, some of your previous ones, I thought that this would be a really uh, powerful, hopefully, conversation mm-hmm. for, for the listener. As an introduction, um, I will say very, very briefly, I'm Greek originally. 12 years ago, I moved to the UK uh, in a pursuit of a calling I, I felt or a dream if, if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a dentist by profession. I have practiced and served dentistry for over 20 years now. However, the last few years I'm uh, doing it part-time nowadays and the, the podcast, personal development, these activities have taken much more of my my time because they're much more aligned to who I am really and what I I really feel like I can uh, contribute Mm -hmm. with my life. So I don't want to expand too much. uh, So I will Mm -hmm. leave it here for now. (laughs) Yes. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So I guess in terms of, um, you know, that journey, your background is that you're a dentist, you know, over 20 years experience, but I guess now you're a podcast host and a knowledge broker. So I'm, I'm intrigued to find out about that transition because when I think about dentistry podcaster personal development I'm intrigued to know how they're how they all kind of fit together and I, and I would say that probably highlights something regarding your, your personality so I, I, I'd love to kind of learn a bit a little bit more about that and also how what role resilience had in that that, that journey and process of course. <laughs> so um, it's, I'm trying to think how I can blend them all together in, 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 in the, the most efficient way. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will take us back then to uh, about 2015, 2016. It was, I had just finished a master's degree in uh, aesthetic dentistry in, mm-hmm. in Manchester, actually, where you are. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> I was, instead of feeling really motivated and uh, super excited to be doing this, uh, you know, high level uh, practice, all this knowledge that uh, mm-hmm. that I had, I felt completely the opposite. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt unmotivated. I felt confused. I felt like I really didn't feel like doing anything, you know, complicated or... And, mm-hmm. 
as a result of that, I started really feeling the first uh, the first thing I felt was what's wrong with me. There was there was something must be wrong because everything seems to be going so well according you know to how things look on the outside. Mm-hmm. Or, but inside there was uh, a discontent. There was an emptiness, a, a confusion. I'm just trying to find words to to describe it. It's not mm-hmm. easy, but there was certainly not what my life on the outside would uh, expect me to be, uh, if, mm. if I can use that phrase. So mm-hmm. that really led me to a, a journey uh, of personal development, of self-exploration. Uh, I've read lots of books. I went to courses. I did. Uh, I took coaches, mentors, all mm-hmm. sorts of, yeah. of stuff. Uh, the big there was a big um, milestone or a light bulb moment mm-hmm. uh, if you want and that was when i went to a tony robbins event in uh, 2017 right and that uh, really gave me a big transformation uh, that really shaped everything that i did afterwards mm-hmm. including the podcast and uh, becoming a speaker and these things mm-hmm. uh, so long story short very <laughs> very short i will mm-hmm. keep it all my life until that time in 2017, I was very uh, a closed person, very socially reserved, shall we say. I was uncomfortable right. meeting new people, mm-hmm. very shy. Uh, and I always thought that that's who I am. It's my personality. It's mm-hmm. part of my character. And yeah. it was only at that event that I realized very clearly that it was not a fixed uh, trait of myself as I was led to believe until then. Mm-hmm. Rather, it was um, a set of limiting beliefs or a voice, if you want, at the back of my head. But uh, people are not interested in what you have to say. Who are you to speak to? What They won't find it interesting. Mm-hmm. So I never realized that this was, you know, a, a tape playing in my, in my mind all mm-hmm. the time until that day. And then right. that really motivated me uh, very much, extremely, mm-hmm. to to take steps to change it because mm-hmm. I, I really didn't want the rest of my life to be the same person that uh, you you couldn't speak to another person unless they knew them. I was, you know, shy right. to say hi, how are you? That so simple as that. Mm. I would never say that. I would expect the other person to, and then I would blush or something because I thought ah, I'm right. So it was a, a, a very interesting. Uh, transition that happened yeah. from uh, that uh, shyness to uh, speaking to uh, the podcast uh, afterwards mm-hmm. uh, all these uh, things so I, I suppose that answers part of your, of your question mm-hmm. you also asked about uh, resilience mm-hmm. I think the resilience um, apart from you know, it's bouncing back from an adverse uh, event, isn't it? Being mm-hmm. able to really come back and have the emotional uh, or otherwise the mental strength or physical, mm-hmm. they, they are all yes. connected, I suppose, yeah. spiritual strength, all of them, yeah. to recover, to bounce back. I like the word, the phrase bounce back mm-hmm. because it implies some kind of even further. Going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apart from, you know, some obvious external adverse events like serious illnesses or deaths or things like that that really test your resilience there mm-hmm. are also internal events that not very well show from the outside yeah and 
I think in my case, my resilience was dealing with my internal world and what was happening rather than any, you know, major uh, external catastrophe mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. I think that's very um, powerful and I appreciate you sharing that because like you said, sometimes we, when we meet individuals, we, we tend to, well, what we see or what we're confronted with initially is, is someone externally and sometimes that can provide us with a certain narrative of who we think someone actually is. But a lot of us are walking around with masks and the reality is what we're presenting is that could potentially be the total opposite, polar opposite to what is with what is happening internally. And I share that based upon my experience as a therapist. And I work with, you know, across the lifespan with children mm-hmm. up until adults. And you would not have a clue <laughs> that some of these individuals were struggling. So it's not based upon, you know, having it all or having mm-hmm. having what the world tells us. Um, is it, you know contributes to towards success all of that doesn't necessarily bring happiness that could actually hamper our resilience um potentially so i'm really pleased that you highlighted that and it, it fits in with also the the rivers to resilience model and the first river which is kind of looking it's, it's that self-awareness mm-hmm. and it sounds like you know you had a lot of self-awareness and that's what contributed towards you making that decision to align with what is important with you because if you weren't thinking about reflecting on what was happening internally you know would you have truly been able to make an informed decision to change your career sometimes we're just on in life we're on this um we're just constantly on the go like on this was it, um, treadmill. treadmill yeah yeah <laughs> constantly and sometimes we just we don't stop to to reflect and consider actually am I even happy <laughs> why am I doing this <laughs> am I doing it for for everyone else or or is it truly what what, what um you know what what you want to do so yeah, self-awareness is critical in resilience. And I'd love to hear what, yeah, hear about maybe your journey of self-awareness because you've done, you said, you know, you, you've done a lot of um, personal development, self-development, a lot of courses. What, um, yeah, what journey have you, have you gone through during that process and mm-hmm. how did resilience inter- interact or interface with that? That's a great question, and um, I will start with what you said about me having self-awareness. I will say I cultivated it. I didn't have it at that right. time, but okay. I, need, I needed to, maybe I had some, okay, I, I can't say that I didn't have any self-awareness at all, mm-hmm. but I was certainly nowhere near that uh, level to be able to evaluate and recognize my inner state or my emotional state or I was not doing journaling things or anything like that Mm so uh, I cultivated the the self-awareness by using you know all sorts of you know those things very well these practices that allowed me to to reflect to look inside to express um in the best way that I could, because initially it was very awkward trying to express my my feelings or what was going on. But 
it gets easier with time and mm-hmm. you realize that you don't have to express them in a way that uh, is descriptive as such as long as you can express it to yourself maybe i was trying to say descriptive to someone else that's what yeah. i mean yeah so uh, the self-awareness <laughs> is an ongoing journey i, uh, I think and in the title of my podcast, Personal Development Mastery, I think the, the, the word mastery is, let's say, my, my goal, my, my intention. And that really includes awareness, mastery of one's self-awareness mm-hmm. to realize at all times, if possible, what exactly is, is happening in the present moment internally and being able to adapt in mm-hmm. uh, in any situation to uh, respond to it rather than react to it yes. like uh, most of us uh, do uh, mm-hmm. most of the time uh, it's a journey i can't uh, i will be very honest i can't uh, say that i have mastered it and now i'm on the other side uh, mm-hmm. looking looking down on people who can't, <laughs> <laughs> who can't master that it is uh, ongoing it's ongoing yeah. every, every day there are battles mm-hmm. to to fight mm-hmm. w- with one's with myself every day and yeah uh, you know i don't win all of them but yeah. i would like to think that i win most of them yeah. so I'm, I'm moving forward rather mm-hmm. than backward mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so that's in a nutshell like uh, my self-awareness mm-hmm. uh, journey if yeah no that that's great and i, I love how you you share that it, you know it is a journey you're not necessarily winning all of the battles but you're winning most of them and mm. You know, that just highlights that you're, you're kind of focused on the positive. You've got the optimistic mindset because if you were maybe focused on those battles that you didn't win, that could hamper your um, resilience. So that's such a great example that relates to how we can build our resilience by focusing on our achievements, our successes, building. It makes me think of building resilience muscles, like when you go to the gym I've into the gym this morning mm-hmm. and you know lifting some weights and it's like you're building those muscles and and each after each week and each month you increase the weight you increase the load and it's just the same with resilience and and personal development and we've, we've just got to always get out of our comfort zone haven't we because nothing grows within comfort zones success is is out there it's 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 uncomfortable <laughs> if, if if you're not feeling uncomfortable something is wrong that's what i tell myself <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, you said about the the gym earlier and practicing you know the muscle of of resilience and yeah. if i may add to that i would say in, in terms of specifically resilience mm-hmm. it's important to practice it before you actually need a tremendous amount of it to cope with some major events so the more you are practicing with the smaller stuff yes. like what you said getting out of your comfort zone or, or doing something uh, that you know you find some resistance but you know it's good for you like going yeah. to to the gym or uh, what i've been doing for well for a few years now is cold showers so that is it's yeah. a small act of you know you cause that to yourself but mm-hmm. by that way you build your resilience so yes. uh, these small things you know build up as you said the, the muscle gets stronger so when 
when life brings you something that is much more intense than uh, a cold shower or something <laughs> like that, mm-hmm. let's say you have more capability to, to handle it because you have trained, you have practiced, yes. you have prepared. I see it as, uh, as, as training. It is mm-hmm. like, like a muscle, what you said. Yes, you, yes. You need to work on it. Yes, definitely. So the challenge mm. for all of the listeners is I want you to think about one thing that you can do over the next, maybe let's say the next week or next month, one, maybe something new that you can begin to learn or something that's going to help you to get out of your comfort zone, because that is what is going to enable you to build your resilience. And we know that you're listening because you you want to, (laughs) (laughs) or you might have some employees who are struggling. And I guess we've always got to lead by example. I think about managers, teams, leaders, if you want your team to be resilient, you've got to demonstrate that and then they can actually model that that, that um, resilience as well. Or even if you're a parent, you know, with children, we've got to practice what we preach, essentially. Can I, I would like only to add to what you said of course, just now, yes. for, for the listener particularly, because mm-hmm. you said something they can do next, uh, over the next week or month, I would say, can we narrow that to, to the next 24 hours? I mean, you don't have yeah. to do the full act act of, you know, what it is that you've been avoiding doing mm-hmm. or you want to do, but they, in the next 24 hours, take some action towards mm-hmm. it. Even if it's small, if it's, even if it's making a phone call or um, going to Google and checking something about it. Mm-hmm. So it, small actions like that build uh, momentum. So yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I just wanted to add to that to get, create some uh, urgency and not yes. leave it for a month because it might be forgotten. Yes, I think I was being a bit too generous. Um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and I am, I am, I'll be honest, sometimes with some of my clients when they're not doing the homework and they're struggling. <laughs> so we've got to extend the time frame. But no, committed action daily is key to change and growth and achieving goals so thank you for for sharing that um so what are you going to do in the next 24 hours as aggie has as as a a challenge that is the challenge feel free to drop us um an email or to comment to let us know what you actually have done that would be great to to hear from you so what we will move on to now is just thinking about the role that resilience has, has um played in your life in terms of of success or the the role or connection between resilience and success because all of the research shows that people that are successful are very resilient and sometimes we just see sometimes we just see the end goal and we think that someone may have had an easy journey but you don't know what process they've gone through you don't know how many years of training they have endured to get to where they are so I just wonder if you could kind of share a little bit about that in terms of your, I mean, you can relate it to being a dentist or podcaster, knowledge broker, anything across the, across your life. There is, uh, you're absolutely right that we tend many times to see uh, the end result or the, the stage that someone is at the moment, uh, mm-hmm. someone successful, yes. and overlook what they did to to arrive there Mm -hmm. Uh, and from my experience uh, and i won't 
just speak about myself now, but I will also speak based on the the knowledge and experience I got from my over 200 guests that I had in the podcast. Yes, it's impressive. And tell us about some of the guests. They are very impressive. I was looking, I was like, <laughs> how did the, you get them? <laughs> the one that came to my mind and I wanted to mention him is actually Mark Victor Hanser, who is the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, which mm-hmm. has uh, sold like half a billion uh, books. Yeah. So this uh, tremendously successful person, if you read his biography and see what he has done in order to become who, or to be where he is now, mm-hmm. you say, oh my God, he was uh, doing like four or five radio interviews to promote uh, uh, the book every day for months. And at any time, he would do it at 3 a.m. in the morning because of time zones, he would wake ah, up and promote. Right. So this, this shows, uh, you know, you don't see all these things. You see someone who is extremely successful author, mm-hmm. but you don't see that he was uh, rejected, I think, 130 times by publishers before the, the book was done. So right. I think it's, uh, <laughs> it's important to realize that we have to go through... Uh, you know what, I'm, I don't remember ever reading about any successful person and uh, them telling that I've had everything was easy in my life mm-hmm. and I'm very successful because I'm very lucky and uh, my effort had nothing to do with it. It's, it's quite the opposite. There mm-hmm. is many times extreme adversities that they have to overcome either in different areas of their life. Mm-hmm. So. I think inevitably uh, resilience and success are connected and uh, you can't really be successful if you are not resilient, at least not in the long term. Something mm-hmm. will uh, will knock you off your feet mm-hmm. of your success very quickly. If, yes. if you don't have the resilience, you won't be able to back. Even mm-hmm. if, let's say, somehow randomly you could push a button and become successful, you wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to stay there for, for long. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> No, that's um, that's really helpful for you. Yeah, to kind of highlight the connection between resilience and success, and that it's you know Mark Victor Hansel, one hundred and thirty rejections. <laughs> that it, that is it's a lot. It, it's a lot. And I'm just thinking, have I had a hundred and maybe not rejections, but I remember when I um, graduated um, from my psychology degree at, at Manchester Uni. And I was pursuing clinical psychology. So if when I graduated like over 20 years ago, it was very competitive. Not many, um, it's like assistant psychology posts or research assistant posts that you would need to apply for to gain experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I did actually apply for one over 100 applications. That was literally my job. Fortunately, I'm quite a motivated person. So I wasn't, I wasn't disheartened. I just kept going. But um yeah, I guess that's what I can liken to Mark Victor Hansel. I don't think it's probably as as extreme as his rejections, but that's my own little journey. And when I did, for me personally, when I did get that, um, well, forget about the job, just get the interview. That in itself is is um, is, is is rewarding. That's an achievement, and. I guess it just highlights in life, we just need to keep going. That That is resilience. Keep going. Keep knocking on doors until they say yes. <laughs> keep sending those emails. <laughs> <laughs> and, and eventually it, you, yeah. the opportunities will, 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 will be there for you. And 
I remember my life has been a, a journey. It hasn't been a straightforward journey, but fortunately, because I'm resilient, my mindset is that every, and I did when I was at uni, I didn't have a sales job. So every no is bringing me closer to, to a yes. <laughs> yes. And I don't, there's no option to quit. Failure doesn't exist. So you just continue. It's just, it's just, just a journey. And I would say personally, that's what's allowed me to, to be where I am in, in life through not allowing anything to knock me down, trying to find some advantage in, in adversity. And I guess that's, that's why I started this podcast and why it had to be on resilience because we all need it. But I feel like mm. my life has been a life of resilience. So why not start a podcast on, <laughs> on that? Um, and why not share that knowledge and have fantastic guests who can share their, their knowledge and insight so we can all learn and win together. That I, is essentially what it's about. I think it's essential and uh, a big well done for doing this and explaining this topic because resilience, even though the word is very uh, well uh, used and mm -hmm. not everyone uh, perceives exactly what what it means or necessarily have taken the time to reflect on their own resilience or or lack of them so it's yes. good to for this because these conversations bring about maybe a different um, level of uh, understanding I will give my, my personal example as I was telling yes. you before we started recording I was listening to one of your episodes this morning when I was uh, running mm -hmm. and even though the conversation was about resilience, in my mind, those same concepts that you were talking about, I related them to self-care, self-love, mindset, um, yes. exercising. So different words, but uh, the, the concepts that were explained and described mm -hmm. was for me the same um, concepts that I had in my mind termed as self-care or uh, yes. um, philosophy or mindset or things mm -hmm. like that. So it's it's great to present it. Uh, what I'm trying to say is to present it in this, um, in this way, because mm -hmm. not everyone will immediately recognize it. But when, when they listen and have some time to process and think about mm -hmm. it, say, aha, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very important. And uh, I'm sure that uh, the listener right now is has resilience. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening to yeah. this and they want to, to improve it, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. that's what I mean, that you're doing a, a great job. With, yeah. Uh, with no, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And just kind of following on from what you've shared, it highlights how re resilient, well, personal resilience, it, it is very unique to the individual we, our genetic makeup is different. Our personality is different. Our life experience is different. Our values are different. We may or may not have um, spiritual beliefs or religious beliefs. So all of that needs to be considered when thinking about building resilience. Mm. And that is that is what we encompass within the rivers to resilience model, a holistic model, looking at someone's mindset, looking at stress management, looking at physical health, looking at, you know, spiritual spirituality and affirmations and bringing it all together and helping someone just to consider, well, what can I do as an individual to build 
or boost my resilience not comparing your, yourself to others because sometimes we can always do that and you know I like going to the gym and that's my self-care routine but that also helps me to be resilient I've, I, I'm committed to going at least three times a week that helps me to get through my week that keeps me physically well and, and fit and then that has a positive impact on my brain on my physical health psychologically lots of chemicals are being produced so I can just be happier essentially but if someone doesn't like the gym I'm not going to be suggesting go to the gym if you like walking cycling or if you don't even like any of that then you don't need to do that it's about finding what works Mm. for that individual and I just wonder for you just in terms of the rivers to resilience model which part of it might parts of it may resonate with you when you think about resilience and I know we've already touched upon the self-awareness early on in 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 the the podcast it's it's interesting because what you were just saying now that they are all interconnected and each of them affects the others yeah uh, has has to be part of of my answer because I was it's very difficult to pick one or even two of them because most of them have one way or the other played a role in my own um, journey and my own resilience. Yes. The ones that I, I will mention briefly a few. One is the yeah. exercise. Mm-hmm. Exercise for me is uh, really made a big difference in, in my life. Mm-hmm. And I never used to exercise before my I started my personal development journey. I mean, ah, not, not, not regularly. Right. So I would go to the gym from time to time, but right. it was never a regular uh, mm-hmm. routine. Yeah. So then I took up running. Last year I did uh, the London Marathon. After- oh, impressive. <laughs> you know, five years ago, I, I couldn't run one kilometer. I would right. uh, I would be huffing and puffing and couldn't mm-hmm. do it. So it, it happened. That, what I'm trying to say is that exercise for me has really made uh, a very big difference mm-hmm. because it makes you feel good after yes. When you exercise, even if uh, it doesn't have to be intense, even though I mm-hmm. like inter- sweating because that produces yes. different uh, biochemistry in your body. Mm-hmm. But even as you said, going for a walk or uh, something like that, uh, spending some time uh, in nature, things like that he- also mm, help. There were a couple of other things uh, out of these rivers that you said, and one of them was journaling, which Mm-hmm. We already discussed a little bit about it. Yes. I've been doing journaling daily for I don't know five or six years now. It's mm-hmm. pretty. It's part of my day. I can't. I mean, I have it. It's it's here. I have it with yeah. me all, all the Fantastic. time. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and and which are, there is one which we haven't. The conversation didn't take us there, but I'm mm-hmm. going to bring it there. Yes, <laughs> please do, please that do. That was, you know, the the connection with the spiritual element because yes. I think it is uh, all the other rivers or all the other uh, aspects. In a way, they they have uh, or they can have a very solid foundation. Mm-hmm. This particular on the spirituality or how one believes or trusts that their life has a purpose, a meaning, and there is something or someone or that directs, let's say, mm-hmm. the, this whole play. Yeah. Um, I, I personally believe there is, but 
I think that's a very important uh, trait to have mm-hmm. or cultivate in order to be resilient. Because yeah. when you believe in your core that everything happens for a hidden order or something to be fulfilled that we we as individual humans really can't perceive with our narrow mind. We can't yeah. really see what is the best for the universe. Mm-hmm. So it's when you have this belief or knowledge that you know it it, it happens for a, a greater reason that um, allows you to draw more of that uh, strength that um, yeah that strength of character of mm-hmm. being able to cope with things yeah. rather than thinking that everything and everyone is uh, is against me and uh, because that that kind of thinking can really spiral you down on uh, mm-hmm. in, in the opposite direction mm-hmm. so I, I just felt like i wanted to very briefly thoughts upon that particular yes no and, and i'm glad glad that you did because i'm you know a spiritual person i'm a christian and um you know for me i would say spirituality has, has also played a key role in in my resilience and mm. when i lost my mum when i was you know in my 20s that um my my faith spirituality that that was a, a major part of, of what allowed me to navigate through that and to to look beyond the adversity and to try and find some advantage and I guess for me as as a yeah as as a daughter as, as a woman for, for me what 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 keeps me going what drives me is knowing that there is something beyond me I'm not just relying on myself and that's quite comforting and. I guess that that is also the environment that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. So knowing that for me, it's just not what we see here on the the universe. That was comforting for me in terms of, you know, losing my mum. And that's just allowed me to, to, to thrive essentially, because that that, that is what resilience can, you know, that that can contribute towards us thriving excelling because we're, we're looking to see how this I say trauma because it was a trauma for me mm. how this this trauma or, or adversity how we can leverage it and use it as a platform for all our growth I don't even know how I finished my degree it, when I look back at it sometimes I was I do think am I a super I'm not a superwoman but I, yeah it, it's this res- resilience it's it's just beyond us and I think it highlights that all of these all of our life experiences challenges it's like we're building building our resilience tank or our bank and then when we need it we've got to dip into it and pull it out um so yeah we've all got to continue just to get out of our comfort zones (laughs) and maybe you know consider the role if that spirituality may have in someone's resilience so for those who are listening if you know if you are a spiritual person just consider how you might be able to use your spirituality to to boost your resilience maybe maybe you need to engage in more spiritual practices consistently mm. that makes me think about um 
I guess just with all the other parts of the reverse resilience model and just just with life <laughs> exercise, you know, like you were saying, it's that consistency, which is key. That's what brings the results. Whereas if it's just, oh, I might do this today and then I'll do it in another month, you're not going to see the results or benefits. So I guess that's one way that, that it can applying spirituality can help to boost resilience and I guess all the other strategies and, and tools that can be used it's you've got to be consistent you've got to stick with it and like you said earlier Aggie what what are the guests going to do today 20 foot not not the next month <laughs> something else will have popped come up but you know there'll be some other challenge or focus within a month so yeah 24 hours what what can you do today what spiritual practice can you do today to build your resilience and it doesn't have to be time consuming not at all. It's just something to start. It's yes. um, uh, that's all I'm, I'm suggesting to to make a start to, mm -hmm. to do like something very simple. It might take one minute. It doesn't yes. matter. As and it's more likely to happen if you if you intend to do something like that rather than yes. a massive thing that we really yes yeah you can built to that yes. if you want unless you feel really uh, motivated and inspired mm -hmm. after this conversation go right ahead yes. and do, do a big one if you want yeah yeah <laughs> so it is about building that momentum isn't it start small build upon it and i guess at the end of the year you might surprise yourself with where where you are mm. if you're if you're consistent so what I want, I'd like us to kind of round up with is just mm -hmm. you thinking about or sharing with us, if you could have a conversation with your younger self, what would you say to, to your younger self? And um, what, what would you want them to know based upon your journey so far? This is I love this question and it's a question I ask to my uh, my guests as well yeah. because it brings about some uh, incredible pieces of uh, of wisdom. So I have thought yeah. about this answer for myself uh, mm -hmm. many times. Okay, I would I would say the the, the the highlights of what I would say because I would probably be talking to my younger self for uh, a whole day if I could. <laughs> <laughs> But the highlights would the highlights would be first to uh, believe in yourself and mm -hmm. really have um, trust in who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, be true to yourself. Believe in yourself. That would yeah. be the, the first thing. The, mm -hmm. the second thing would be not to allow um, others people's voices or judgments to stop you from doing what you want. Yes. And also don't allow your own inner voice that negative internal dialogue don't allow that to, to stop you either because mm -hmm. it's it's just a voice in your head it's it's not the truth <laughs> it's yeah just, uh, and the, the the last thing i would highlight was that you um are meant to have an extraordinary life go out and create it oh yes i love that fantastic fantastic that so resonates with me Sometimes we can be waiting, and I'll say for me, sometimes I've been waiting for certain things to happen, and because of in certain environments, I was um, led to believe that you had to wait for others to create those opportunities. But no, that that that's a lie. We've got everything that we need within us to create the life that we want to to live. So yeah, I, I love what you've shared in terms of you. what you would share with, with your younger <laughs> self. Thank you. That, that's really um, 
really insightful and has triggered some kind of memories within me. <laughs> I'm as glad well. to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it has. But it's been fantastic having you as a guest on today's podcast. And if you could let us know or let the listeners know how they can connect with you. Sure. So I will say that if you have enjoyed this conversation and if you found this message resonating, then listen to my podcast, Personal Development Mastery, which you can find in the platform that you listen your podcasts from. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there. Yes. Okay. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Rivers to Resilience. To keep up to date, connect with us online at www.rafatherapyservices.com and on all social media platforms. It's your time to be revived, restored and refocused.